Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Old Path Bible Study. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson here in my office at Queen City, Texas, right here at Crossway Church. Glad to be here with you right now, gathered around God's wonderful words of life, light, and liberty. How wonderful it is to be able to gather around God's Word with God's people and to find our Jesus, to see more of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's who the Bible is really about. And uh, as we study the Word and, and, and we hear the Word, we must be seeing Jesus. And there's two places in the New Testament that tell us what we must be seeing when we see Jesus. Hebrews 2 and 9, it's in this very book we're studying, Hebrews. Hebrews 2 and 9 and Hebrews 12 and 2 talk about what we must see when we are found seeing Jesus, looking unto Jesus, is that which he did on Calvary's tree. Outside of that view, we're not seeing what we need to be seeing. And uh, Jesus was a lot of things on this earth in his ministry and still is to us. But we're not told to look at all those things. We're told to look at Jesus and what he did at Calvary. For there's our open door to God and God's only open door to us. And I'm thankful to know that today. This is Hebrews chapter 13, part 4. On this 13th day of February, 2023, let me just say how proud I am of Andrew and the great word he preached yesterday. Very powerful, powerful truth, and so thankful for him and, and just his uh, the part he plays in our ministry here, even though he's not here all the time. He is a, a huge part of my ministerial team, and I'm thankful for him and, and his input into our ministry here and uh, just looking forward to having him here with us one day, him and his lovely wife, Rebecca, and the child that she's carrying. Praise the Lord. Let's look into this today, Hebrews 13, verse 7. Again, this is part 4. And the Bible here says in verse 7, Remember them which have the rule over you. And that just means to consider. Let's let's together look these things up. It means because I, you know, on my Monday, Thursday, and Friday sessions, I don't use notes. Only Wednesday night and Sunday morning, I have notes and that I kind of stay along the guidelines of of what the Lord has given me. But these Bible studies, we, I, I don't really have notes. I, I've looked over, I've studied, I've prayed over what I'm teaching, but we just look into the Word and let the Holy Spirit rightly divide the Word just as if we were studying for a sermon or a class. That's what we're doing together now. We're in a classroom setting. Hey, we, you might as well call it the school of the cross. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So watch now. This word, to remember means to exercise your memory, uh, to recollect, uh, uh, to rehearse, to go over, to be mindful of, remember, that's what it means, remember them which have the rule over you. And that really means them that lead you. Now, that's your pastor. That's your pastor in a local church, for one, for sure. You know, because really, uh, nobody else should have the rule over you other than a local pastor that you're planted in a local church and uh, they're the ones who uh, have really the authority and when I say when I use the word authority 
I'm talking about the authority of God's Word, the authority of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Without the, the gospel context, there is no authority that the Holy Spirit can use with the Word of God. It, 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 you know, there, the authority that a pastor has, the, the authority that anybody who walks in this place of ruling over people is only a place of authority that comes from the preaching of the cross, God's word in the context of where all the power and wisdom of God come from. That's right. The wisdom of God and the power of God is in the preaching of the cross. That's where preachers back away from the rule that they have is we don't try to rule over and control people in natural methods and means, but we do have a rule over the people God gives us to pastor, but our rule is equal to that of the rule of authority that the gospel is playing in our lives. And I, I know, I know uh, denominations and ministries and ministers whole churches that can't even, their children can't even marry somebody unless they get it okayed with the preacher. They, 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 listen, I'm not kidding you. They can't even go, I'm not kidding you. They can't even leave and go out of town without getting permission from the pastor. Now, that's a bunch of hogwash and foolishness. And, uh, I mean, a husband and a wife, they, they know how to tend to their children and their own business. And uh, it ain't the preacher's business if they're going somewhere unless they're a part of the ministerial uh, uh, staff and they're going to be gone from the church. But they, they don't need permission. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I know these things. I've known people. I know people now who were involved in these kind of churches. And so that's not the kind of rule. A preacher, a pastor, an evangelist, a prophet, a, an apostle, a teacher, they, they, they don't have rule. If they do, it's ungodly over the congregation outside of the perimeters of the Word of God. Hear me now. Not in some legal avenue. That's a false authority. Only of the Spirit that works only in the perimeters, within the perimeters of our faith in the sacrifice of Christ, Romans 8, 2. So those that have the rule over you exercise that rule by preaching the Word of God in the context of the gospel, the death of Jesus, God's reconciling words of righteousness, the, the blood of Christ, all those being one and the same thing. The, the rule that men have over you is only legitimate and scripturally legitimate if it is coming uh, as the rule that is over them being that of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's where all of God's authority comes into the church from the head who is Christ. If he's not the ultimate authority, get this, here it comes, inexperience, then it's illegitimate. It's false. And many are following men just to be following men and allowing men to rule over them in some ungodly way. But the, the, the rule over anybody within the church is the, the rule. Let's read this and you'll see a little better what I'm talking about. It's these pastors and, and, and evangelists and prophets and, 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 and teachers and apostles, these fivefold ministerial giftings, Ephesians chapter 4, set in the body to be edifiers of the body, to keep the body from 
running off into false doctrines by every wind of doctrine. Ephesians 4 tells us what, what should be going on. But the rule is exercised only through the Word as it is new covenant of the Spirit of righteousness. That's it. Outside of that, it's just men ruling men, and that's what all the hierarchy is in these denominational realms. The, all the hierarchy, all these levels of, of rulership. Man, we don't need that. All we need to do is gather around the cross, my friend. That's one thing that I really love about this fellowship of determined ministers that God has raised up. And it's not just for some uh, inclusive group. It's for, it's for everybody to join in who will gather around the, the cross, the sacrifice of Christ. But there is no one man or two men being exalted and, 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 and honored in an ungodly manner. What we do is we get together and we honor Christ through the preaching of the cross. And, 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 and that's, the, what, that, that's one that makes it so special that there's not somebody uh, uh, there being exalted as the man over all this. No, no, no. It's Christ being exalted. That's it. He's the only one. Yeah, somebody's got to take a, a, a leadership role and organize and plan and put things together. But I love the way that the church here and there and can get together and not be exalting people. Just exalt Christ. I love that. But remember them which have the rule over you. And that means those which are leading you. But let's keep reading. It tells who they are. Who have spoken unto you the word of God. Now, this is not just anybody. Many have spoken unto us the word of God. From the time, if you've been in church most of your life like I have, from the time you were born up through your senior year in high school, talking about myself, then I went wayward for about 20 years, and then the Lord got a hold of me, got me back in the Word, back among the fellowship of God's people, and then eventually back into walking in the truth of Calvary. But... but Many have spoke the word. I've heard many speak the word to me. And, and, and so, uh, so when he says here, remember them which have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow. That means you're following the faith that they're following. See, this is so important, my friend, that you and I and all the body of Christ come back to the cross, gather around the sacrifice, because only there, not we say we're there, only there through our messages, our fellowship, our conversations, only there are we going to be able to be found in experience striving for the faith of the gospel, which we're told to do by the Holy Spirit through Paul in Philippians chapter 1, verse 27. So watch this. Remember them which have the rule over you, who've spoken unto you the word of God. There's, there's their, their power to rule is the word of God, whose faith follow. Don't follow the way they dress. Don't follow the, what they drive. Follow their faith. 
And it's got to be it's got to be the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for us, who loved us and gave himself for us. That's the faith we live by. If that's listen, if that's not the faith that, that these people are preaching and teaching, not, not saying they do, it is what they do. It is what they say. Not say they do, but they do. That's the faith that we were given the measure of through the Word of God. Amen. And we're to follow the faith of those who've spoken the Word that's brought the faith that we're following, considering the end of their conversation. The, 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 that word means the outcome of their conversation, of their conduct. This means, listen, this is very important. If we are striving together for the faith of the gospel, that means that today needs to be like the first day we were saved, where we were just in love with Jesus, and we, and we were just following Jesus, and we couldn't wait to tell somebody about Jesus. And, we, and you know, we can't wait to gather with God's people. We can't wait to give in the offering plate. We can't wait to, to, to get into the Bible study. We, we're just anticipating greatly about the things of God. And, 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 but we, we got to look. These people have to have a, a conduct that their faith, proper faith, is causing. So you can't be talking about what you believe and your conduct be something different. Those aren't people we follow. We don't follow those people. We don't follow those people who claim they preach right and they claim they do this. We, we, and, and listen, and then they, they tell them one thing and then they go tell them another thing. That's double-tongued. We don't follow that. Even though, even sometimes when we've learned, listen, we've learned some things from people for many, many years, even, even, even before we were even hearing the message of the cross, we were learning things that we did not know, right? But we're, those people aren't even in our lives anymore. So we've learned a lot. But here, this is talking about remember them which have the rule, have. That's present tense. They have the rule over you. They're not ruling and dominating over you through anything outside of the word of God that they've spoken unto you, that they're living before you, that they're allowing you to see, you to evaluate, estimate, and come to the conclusion that they believe what they're preaching. They believe it. And, and I can follow this, okay? That's not to say that we don't all make mistakes, but, but we, we have to be careful that we don't just say what we believe and we don't keep telling people what we preach. We preach it and we believe it. Amen. And, 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 and people, others can see our lives and, 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 and that our conduct is becoming that which we preach. And that means we love people. We're merciful to people. We, we're not rude to people. We, 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 we forgive people. We, we, we keep going in, only in the faith, though. We don't just keep going. If people don't want to stay at the cross, we can't keep going with them because two can't walk together lest they be agreed. And so 
you know, we got to live what we preach so other people can have that which they're looking at as a rule to follow. And you know that that word rule is is in the New Testament. Let's 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 go look at it uh, because I I think it's good to look at these words when we run across them. I, oh, it's oh, it's too many times. I'll never find it. Uh, uh, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. That means have dominion, have the place of authority and experience in your life. Here it is, maybe, Galatians 6 and 16. And as many as walk according to this rule, peace be on them and mercy and upon the Israel of God. Hallelujah. And and he's talking about those that come out from the law and live by grace there in Galatians. So, uh, you know, we're in our lesson today, we're told here to remember them which have the authority, the rule over you. Who are they? A pastor doesn't have the authority over you just because he holds a title of pastor. Amen. That's true. He has the authority over you, and there's a lot of abuse and misuse of positions in churches, but it's only allowed by people who don't know any better and don't know how to stop walking after the flesh. If they ever learn how to start walking after the Spirit, literally after the Spirit, they'll come out from among that false authority. They'll come out from among that just following men because their name or, or even something they've done in the past, uh, even this or that. They'll come out from among that because it's a false authority. The authority that any minister, pastor, evangelist, teacher, apostle, uh, the fivefold ministry there, uh, prophet, whatever they are, it's the rule that we have as gifted men and women in the church. The only rule we have is God. God's ruling words of the gospel. That's it. And when we turn God's word into legalistic matters, then our rule of authority has ended because God doesn't rule through law. He rules through grace. Grace reigns through righteousness. Jesus will come and we will reign with him a thousand years on this earth. His scepter, his rod of authority is that of righteousness. And remember, as Andrew and I taught on the podcast, The Scarlet Thread, Saturday night, uh, that the new covenant ministry that, that was brought out very well in the teaching in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, the new covenant uh, ministry is that of the Spirit and of righteousness. In that is the authority of God found and nowhere else. Nowhere else. The authority of God, I'm talking about among the church in ministerial leadership roles, only through the gospel. Just because a preacher, and I'm not talking about uh, all the rules that go on in a church that, that you can't do this in there and you can't eat in the same. I'm not talking about all. I'm talking about spiritual matters. And that's the most important ever. Church has got its own rules and regulations and don't park out there and, you, you know... You know, don't sit in this aisle. This is for the... Uh, I'm not talking about all of that. I'm talking about spiritual authority. Remembering them which have the rule over you. Who are they? Those who've spoken unto you the word of God. And it says, who have, who lead you. 
and 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 and, and you can't listen. It, let me say this. This is why you need to be planted in a local church because you can't you can't follow anybody's faith if you can't consider the end of their conversation. If you can't if you can't see their lifestyle. If all you ever do is see somebody on a platform behind a pulpit, you don't you don't know about them. Anybody can get up and say anything. You don't know about them. I mean, some people flat out just tell on themselves, even in the pulpit. And, 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 and we got sense enough, we're not following that. But you're supposed to be able to see, to be around. A pastor is able to be around his people. Amen. He's, a, he's more than an example in the pulpit. The authority he has comes from what he's preaching in that pulpit. I want you to understand that. If it ain't the gospel, he ain't got no authority except in the natural realm of ministerial duties. He has no spiritual authority outside of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Any other spiritual authority is false and it's not of God. And so we're supposed to be able to be around him. We're not looking for perfection because nobody has perfected anything. No preacher is perfect. No anybody is perfect. And, and we're going to make mistakes. Uh, but when we do, we're going to find a place of repentance and the people are going to see that too. Amen. We're not just going to do big pieces of stupid in front of people and then just expect them to believe that we repented. No, when we say something that's wrong and when we make accusations that are wrong and when we misinterpret Scripture... And we, and we realize we have, we've got to go apologize. We've got to go now say, I'm sorry, I taught something that wasn't right. We, they've got to have something to see for their following of us as leaders in the church to be legitimate. I'm not talking about somebody perfect. But let me tell you something, folks. If I just started doing something sinful, just sinful, and said, y'all just need to get over it, God, and ain't nobody perfect, man, our church would empty out probably except for those who agreed that it's okay just to live in blatant sin, and that's ungodly, and it's not scriptural. Y'all know what I'm talking about today. So remember them which have the rule over you who've spoken unto you the word of God whose faith Follow. See, faith works. If it don't, it's dead. Faith works. Follow that working faith. Follow that faith. Hallelujah. Considering, because you've got something to consider, you're looking at something, that the end, and that, that again means the outcome of their conduct. Are we believing and living that which we're preaching? And again, don't let the devil right now whisper into your ear and, and say, well, nobody's perfect. Because that's a fact. The devil tries to get us to live by facts. But what he does is he paralyzes us by facts. We don't live by facts. We don't live by facts. We live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We live by faith, and faith only comes from hearing and hearing God's word in its righteous context. So 
uh, we've got to have something to see. These ministers are, are even other scriptures we could really get into that bear out these ministers are supposed to have a life to look at, a life above reproach. That doesn't mean without sin because nobody is without sin, but a life above reproach. That means we're not supposed to have, ministers aren't supposed to have just ongoing sin in their lives that, 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 that they, that they are, 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 are walking in, that they're living in. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. That's unscriptural. That's unscriptural. We do make mistakes. Everybody does, but we don't, we don't make excuses for our mistakes. We run to the cross where we're forgiven, cleansed, and find deliverance from these things. Amen, Brother Curtis. So, so when you're reading this, that, that, Verse 6 talks about, and verse 5 talks about, let your conduct. See, th th this little portion of Scripture is about conduct. Our conduct and the conduct of those who have the rule over us through the word they speak to us, that they better be, we better be believing and living. Amen. And look at verse 8 now. This is not just coming in out of nowhere and meaning nothing, just throwing in. But all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit says, Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday and today and forever. That means he's the ruler over all things. He's the one who's got to be involved. He said that. You can't do anything without me. Anything being done without him, he says, it is nothing. It is unfruitful. We can stamp fruit on it. We can stamp the Holy Ghost on it. But if it's not Jesus building the house, we're laboring in vain. If it's not Jesus doing the work in us and we're only expressing outwardly that work he's doing in us, it's not him. We can stamp the Holy Ghost on it. We can stamp Jesus on it. We can even call it a move of God. But if it's not Jesus doing the work in us and through us by his spirit, then God sees what it really is. And it can't be Jesus working in us and through us if our faith is not exclusively in the sacrifice of Christ. That means his death and our union in his death with him. We are dead and hidden. Hallelujah. We have been put away and our hiding place is the death of Jesus. Glory be to God. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not ever changed. He's not ever going to change. Right now, you can walk in a place where you can you can know that someone has the rule over you. They're not perfect and don't ever think that. And, uh, but they, God has sent men to, to rule over the church, but not in some weirded out, unscriptural way, not in some legalistic way, not in some carnal way. The rulership is with the Word of God in the context of the one who's never changed. He's never changed. He's always been merciful, gracious, long-suffering. He's always been full of loving kindness. He's always been there. But you have to have your faith in the Word of God in the context of what He did at Calvary. 
You have to. And the Holy Spirit, we're about out of time, but in the next session, we'll see that where the Holy Spirit is leading us uh, uh, and showing us that, that our conversation, our conduct needs to be right because we don't need to be trusting in all these things. We, we Listen, we don't need to get covetous about everything because the Lord is in us and he'll never leave us or forsake us. I'm quoting verse 5. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper and I'll not fear what man shall do unto me. That's verse 6. Verse 7, Remember them which have the rule over you. There are many right now who have an ungodly rule over them. It might have even been right in the past, but it's not right right now. An ungodly rule ungodly things that are going on in ministerial alliances, ministerial leadership is ungodly where we can't really function. They can't function in their role of true authority because of all these other things going on. And I'm telling you, these folk are not going to make it. They're not going to make it in a, in a, and I'm not talking about they're not going to make it to heaven. They're not going to make it in the role that God has given them unless they come back to the one place of authority that allows their rulership to be legitimate. And that's the gospel. Not saying we preach the gospel, but preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Not saying the word cross, but preaching the word of righteousness, which is the word of the cross that is the power of God. Hallelujah. So we'll get into this and we'll see how this is all tied together in the next session when he begins to tell us, now don't be carried about with various and strange doctrines. He goes right into it. And he's and right here in the context, Jesus hadn't changed. He's the same. Men change. Jesus don't. So make sure you tune in with us. This coming Thursday morning, if the Lord hadn't come for us, I'm expecting him today. Hallelujah. I'm not just saying that. I'm expecting our Lord to come get us today. And I hope you're packed and ready to go. A heart, your suitcase is your heart, full of Jesus. All in your lamps. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So glad you were with us today. Don't forget about the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. Click on the store icon there. See what's available. Click on the blog icon and read a couple of the blogs there. You'll surely be blessed. And if the Lord stirs your heart to give to Him <coughs> through this ministry, you can do that on the website or the church app, The Crossway Church. Or you can simply text the word GIVE to the number 903-231-5950. God bless you. I love you. And I pray the Lord's touch be upon you to meet every need you have today. In the name of His precious Son, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Till I see you next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then.